Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there. It's time for Most Things Kenobi. Shouldn't it be All Things Kenobi? Hmm. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. And we're going to do our best to do an entire episode on Count Dooku, but <laughs> there's so much shit that it may have to spill into a second at some future point, because yeah, this man has a lot of backstory. He does. It's crazy. It just goes on and on. And I think part of it is because he's been in a bunch of novels in addition yeah, to yeah. Clone Wars. So it's just, it. it's a lot. <laughs> it was a lot more than I thought. <laughs> well, he's he's a... He's been around a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's had some Tales of the Jedi stuff added to his ever-increasing story. Yeah. Which gave him even more depth. And I'll preface this all by saying we haven't read the books. I haven't. No. I don't believe you I have. haven't either. No. There's just not enough time in a life to read all of the Star <laughs> Wars printed media. <laughs> This is true. One time I was like, I'm just going to write down all the novels and cross them off. It took me hours. There are so many. It's insane. And there's no way I'm going to read them all in a lifetime. So Yeah, that's why we claim we're not experts. We're just here to discuss what we want. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what we're going to do today with Dooku. Because, listen, he's kind of a badass and and I feel bad. I just, generally when I think of him, I feel bad. Well, I learned some things that will make you feel more bad. <laughs> Great. I love Star Wars. <laughs> you know, when my mother said, wow, this is all awful. It's like, yeah. Yes. Mm. Correct. Yes, it, is. it just keeps going. There's no end to the awfulness. Well, I just, you know, I don't. Ah, I can't even say that. I was going to say I don't feel bad for Maul when we're talking about Siths. But I kind of do by the end. I he's do, just yeah. such a he's just such a mess, a glorious mess. <laughs> but with Dooku, he's got the same things of like misguided intent. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame. Yeah, you were saying that there were things about Dooku's background that reminded you of Anakin, and yeah, me too, because his childhood. The way he came to the Jedi, it's like, this man 
just kept repeating patterns throughout his life and it ain't that something so heartbreaking it well let's talk about his beginning and i'll default to you since you you brought it up (laughs) so well i mean i would like to read the book i guess it's so most of this i think comes from dooku jedi lost Mm -hmm. that that novel that was written by dooku i mean it's definitely on the list we should put it we're compiling for those who are interested we're compiling an Amazon wish list for most things yeah. Kenobi, which, which consists of mainly printed media from Star Wars, because we're behind. <laughs> we just made this. We, we just made this statement, and this yeah. seems like a book. Yeah. The the Dooku book seems like it would be an excellent tale. Yeah, it's if this is all from that. There's some crazy shit, and it all ties into what we already know and love about Qui-Gon and the Clone Wars. So. I mean, we're um, all Qui-Gon lovers. So this is another tie-in to understanding a Jedi we saw so little of, but love so much. Yeah, Dooku had a huge impact on the way Qui-Gon was. There were certain elements that I think were already there that Dooku just fostered. Mm -hmm. But uh, so he was son of a count you know we all know he's from sereno yes which is you know he goes back there and becomes count later but his father thought he was a freak why that's sad yeah so he showed his force sensibility showed early oh, oh and oh. I see. his father did not like that he he thought it was frightening and a freak show and he contacted the Jedi Order and said, come take my son. Like, I don't want him. And instead of waiting for the Jedi to come, he took this baby, Dooku, and left him outside the castle on the edge of the forest. Naked, no food, no shelter, no identification. Okay, pause. I'm seeing similarities to Ventress. Wasn't she basically just abandoned right off the bat? Just given away to, yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, and okay, okay. Anakin, for that matter. <laughs> yes, I was just going to say, you could say all the Jedi were abandoned because they were needed as small <laughs> children. So we can we can just clear that up right now that that's a general understanding. But to be called a freak because you have a talent uh, or something different about you. Yeah. I mean, that's rough. Yeah. So he was taken in by the Jedi. They found him. They arrived and found him and realized this is the Force-sensitive baby that's just been left. So they took him back to the Jedi Temple, and he was integrated into the Jedi and, like, raised under the tutelage of Master Sanube, which mm-hmm. is kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. I love Master Sanube. He's so adorable. Yes, he is. Um, <laughs> but he was in this group of younglings that included sifo Yeah. And so, like Anakin, he didn't get along with everybody because he had this kind of other sensibility about him that people thought he was, like, lording over them. Yeah. And, like, Anakin wasn't that, well, I guess he was kind of, he was arrogant, in a sense. Yeah. Which isolated him. But also, he was just, like, looked down on because he was older, you know, when he was brought to the Jedi. So, Dooku is raised in the temple and becomes very close friends with Sifo Diaz. And there's all sorts of crazy shit that goes down, but eventually he becomes Yoda's Padawan. 
And Yoda, Sifo-Dyas, Sifo-Dyas' master, who I can't remember the name of now, mm-hmm. and Dooku all go back to Sereno for a festival. And a while festival. he's there, yeah, while he's there, Dooku meets a little girl and they become friendly and they kind of run around the palace together and Aww. get to know each other. And then her father shows up and it turns out it's Dooku's sister oh, and Dooku's sure. father. And Dooku learns there because the man says, you're a freak. Like, I told Yoda I never want to see you again. So now Dooku knows his past. And he knows he's been given up, and Yoda has to explain it all to him. And that's, like, chop number one in the tree, you know, yep. to make it fall eventually. Which is just so desperately heartbreaking. <laughs> well, I mean, how old was he when this happened? When he met up with his dad and his sister? He was probably a young teenager, because I think he became a Padawan when he was, like, 12? Something like that? Like, somewhere in there? I don't know. So, exactly. a pretty... A pretty ripe age for emotions mm-hmm. and not quite learning how to deal with. I mean, this is the this is the beginning of every bad tale that we know of, you know, <laughs> abandonment issues, anger, right. uh, people lying or keeping the truth from them. We, mm-hmm. th- these are themes in Star Wars that repeat themselves. Yeah, it's that's tragic. It's very, it's very sad, but. Like, later, it turns out he has an older brother and a younger sister. When he leaves the Jedi Order and goes back to become Count Dooku, he does so by killing his older brother and overthrowing him. Makes sense. And his sister gets kidnapped by the Republic at some point, and he doesn't want her to spill the beans on what he's doing as, like, a Sith, basically. So he has Ventress rescue her from her kidnappers to kill her. Oh. So he's killed his whole family off at this point. It's it's insane. Which is sad because he and his sister had been, been friendly. After yeah. meeting her, they contacted each other in secret for the rest of their lives, oh. basically. Until he killed her. It's just insane to me. This is just, it's so twisted. They didn't have anything to do with it. That's why mm-hmm. that seems even more tragic yeah. It wasn't her decision to abandon him or call him a freak, you know? Why? Yeah. This is overboard, but it's it's <laughs> it's it's Star Sithy. Wars. It's Sithy. Yeah, it's Sithy. <laughs> it's true. It's very Sithy. Oh man. Well, I like I was kind of looking up Dooku's name cuz he yeah. he changes to Darth Tyrannus once he becomes Sidious's apprentice. Right. And it's spelled differently, but it's very similar to the Latin word for tyrant. Yes. Which is pretty obvious. But then he's Count of Sereno, which is Spanish for serene and tranquility. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so, I've always liked Sereno, honestly. I like his castle, his little his little yeah. crib. <laughs> on a hill. Crib. Yeah, on a hill <laughs> overlooking. Sereno seems cool as a planet, mm-hmm. you know, the, the landscape and the architecture and, and things so i was yeah. like seeing it when we got glimpses of it and but um you do? i i really think i mentioned it you know off when we were getting ready and set up to record this episode that dooku's fall is very similar to anakin's in the sense that and i have a question a follow-up question to this but 
he murdered, as we know from Tales of the Jedi, he murders Yaddle in like a one-on-one confrontation spurred on by Sidious, who's like looming in the background as usual. And we all know this now because of Tales of the Jedi, but is it a thing where you have to have a one-on-one beheading of some kind? (laughs) Because (laughs) Yaddle didn't go peacefully. That was terrible. Um, The whole thing was awful. You know, we didn't see it per se. We don't see any of these execution style, you know, endings in Star Wars, but didn't, how many Sith had to make this choice in order to like turn over? You know, they have a steady timeline of failing and pattern, behavior patterns and repeated things that get them there. But it's like, they have to make this one final choice to kill this person, this unarmed, you know, disarmed Mm-hmm. individual and then Sidious is like okay you've made it you've now completed your your yeah whatever I think it's because murder is yeah. the ultimate sin the greatest offense right? like it is it's like and they this is talked about in many fandoms like even Harry Potter right it like rips yeah. your soul in yeah. half to commit murder uh, <laughs> unless you're a freak who likes it I don't know but <laughs> <laughs> They don't count. I'm not, I'm not a doctor, so I can't yeah, say. Right. I can't speak medically about any of that. But, like, mythologically, mm. in mythology, killing corrupts the soul. So if you're willing to kill, like, it's your test as a Sith. So Sidious is waiting. If you're willing yeah. to do that, then he's mm-hmm. like, yes, now I've got you. You know, like, that's why he kept telling Luke. That's right. To use your anger, like kill your father with anger, because yeah. that would make Luke vulnerable to his control then. Like he would be manipulative, ma- easy to manipulate is what I'm trying to say. That's essentially what I was getting at, because we saw it with Anakin. We saw it well with Dooku in Tales of the Jedi. We see it presented to Luke, and Luke just, we, we know. He's better than mm-hmm. that. He's better than everyone. But <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's also all of this with with Dooku to reference Anakin again involves Mace Windu and right a council mm-hmm. decision and it's so funny because I have the quote here where Dooku asks Mace Windu, "Do you think the Jedi would truly keep peace if they continued to take everything the Senate says as law?" And then. After that, Windu is appointed to the council over Dooku. So very Mm -hmm. similar with Anakin and stuff and the questioning of the council and the questioning of the Senate. And am I wrong to think that Dooku, what he's asking here is so bad? I don't think you're right. I think actually that's the tragedy of Dooku, right? Is that his intentions are actually all good at the beginning. Yeah. And like... There's there was something I read that said he kind of instilled in Qui Gon to serve the people, not the Senate. Yeah, and we saw that in Tales of the Jedi, his slow disillusionment when he was sent to mm. rescue that senator's son, the and senator, it turned out yeah. the senator was abusing his populace, and then um, that whole thing was very difficult because that's where the lines get blurred. Mm-hmm. And that was not the first time. According to, I think this was also in Dooku, 
Jedi lost. Sifo Diaz had a vision once they mm-hmm. were older. They were probably, I don't know, in their 20s, but they were still apprentices, but almost Jedi Knights. And Sifo Diaz had a vision of one of the planets being damaged, like very severely damaged by a solar flare or something like that. And Yoda said, you can't tell anybody this because you don't know if what you saw is going to happen and you could terrify a whole population for no reason. So Dooku, sifo and sifo master, who believed sifo mm-hmm. went to the senator and told them what was going to happen. And that guy was more concerned about protecting their resources than their people. And they mm. all, like, the all the people died. And so that was one of the, another thing that was, you know, another notch in Dooku of his disillusionment with both the Republic and the Jedi. Yeah. He didn't stand a chance. <laughs> like, he, yeah. yeah. He, he wanted to do the idealistic thing. Like, he was altruistic. Mm-hmm. But the more he tried, the more he came up against a wall. So when... Sidious offered him yeah more freedom he thought it was for the right thing but of course it wasn't no i i have a hard time with if you play by the rules you get ahead if you question anything you don't mm-hmm. and that is the worst message to send absolutely anyone in any walk of life if you right. just fall in and stay silent then you'll go farther mm-hmm. don't question the jedi council don't question the senate just do your job don't question right right and i fucking hate that <laughs> from a personal professional everything <laughs> level and what it does is beat people down into submission for all the wrong way all the wrong reasons yeah and then when they're presented something wrapped prettily in you know the right thing with the right bow by the wrong person they're gonna grasp at that because they're not getting anything from the other way Mm -hmm. no one believes them nobody trusts them just shut your mouth etc so do i blame them for seeing what sidious presents or palpatine whatever form and saying you know what why not i'll try it because over here it's not working this isn't yeah i'm not respected over here I can see why they would take that choice. Now, murdering and all of this, bit far. Way too far. But I can see (laughs) if it's presented as, like, you have freedom over here. You can express whatever you want over here. Yeah, of course a person's going to go over there. Yeah. And it's tragic with all of these different characters that they were kind of, like, what's the word? Like, uh, groomed? into mm-hmm. that direction mm-hmm. to make sure that they made that decision and Sidious got what he wanted in the end. It's it's terrible. Yeah, it's... Dooku, you could kind of look at him in two different ways. He either has this destiny, right, of having been this person who thinks he's doing great things and yeah. ultimately is a pawn. Mm-hmm. Or you can see him as, you know, it's not destiny, it's choices. And all these choices that he's made... He thought he was moving towards one goal and ultimately he ended up somewhere else altogether. It's really kind of scary. Yeah. Because it shows how 
you could think you're doing the right thing and you end up so far corrupted. And that's the thing, too, is once he turned to go with Sidious, he did get corrupted. He was seduced by the power and mm -hmm. all the things that came with what Sidious offered. And ultimately, he did start doing things for the wrong reasons. Yeah. But he started for the right reasons. Yeah, it's I. this is what I find the most fascinating about Dooku is... It's that question. Was it destiny or was it choices? That's the question for everything, right? In real life right. and in a galaxy far, far away. But sure. it's it doesn't it it's not lost on me that one of the episodes in Tales of the Jedi that involves Dooku is called Choices. Mm-hmm. So it's like Man, it's it's the same thing with Anakin. <laughs> Every fucking choice he made, he still made them. Right. Whether he was groomed and, and put on this path that, you know, you know, Sidious had him all along, et cetera, et cetera, still made every single choice, but it was still his destiny to do so. I don't know. It's so complicated. <laughs> it is. It is. Once you start to do any kind of questioning about destiny versus choices, you yeah. quickly get into like a quagmire because the wills made Anakin. It I was created say, him. The wills. <laughs> <laughs> like, he exists because he had a destiny, but he still made choices, supposedly, right? Free right. will choices that led think. him to this. So it's like, what is it? Is it choice or is it destiny? I don't know. Well, at least uh. <laughs> at least the episode is called Choices, so we'll lean on it for at least that 30 yeah. minute or 15 minute, whatever minute <laughs> episode it was. Yeah. Dooku is difficult, but he's a fantastic fighter. Did it, Did you happen to read anything about how he came to his style of his one-handed, no. like, swordsmanship? <laughs> he defeated... The thing that I saw was that when he was doing his trials... Well, not, not his trials, because I guess it was from moving from a youngling into Padawan. So mm. whatever that transition is called. He fought sifo blindfolded with one hand behind his back... And ah. one, aha, and wanted to be taken Padawan by this woman who he had had some like weird conflict with, and then they became like a very like teacher apprentice. Like he started to learn a lot from her, even though he didn't trust her at first. Whatever, it's complicated. Okay. Complicated. <laughs> she chose Sifo Diaz as oh. her Padawan, and so he was again like really wounded by that until he realized Yoda wanted him as Padawan. So. I don't know. He, I don't know where it kind of developed. Master Sanube was in charge of training a lot of Jedi in their lightsaber technique when they were very young. Mm -hmm. But they've kind of always said he was good at it. And they've even gone as far to say as he's one of the best ever. Yeah. 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 I mean, we see that in Clone Wars. He's pretty yeah. good. And it seems very effortless for him. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's the thing. He comes, it's very count of him. I mean, if, yes. I, if I picture a count fighting, it's with one arm. Yeah. <laughs> very, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> and he has the curved hilt. He does, yes. Which, that's, okay, so this is another thing. He saw like a curved Sith blade when he was a kid. He and Saifo Diaz, again, snuck into a part of the temple where the, in the the Jedi archives where they housed Sith artifacts. Yeah. And so they snuck in there and found all this stuff and Dooku was like really drawn to some of it. 
Mm. And then they were discovered and got in trouble and all that. But it's like there's these little Easter eggs all throughout his life of like perfectly when you add them all up lead to what we end up with. So, yeah, I don't know. The, the I mean, he's definitely kicked Obi-Wan's ass in Attack of the Clones. Well, we don't talk about that. <laughs> there there are there have to be reasons for that. That that whole is thing is so have you seen the Hayden and the body double stunt double whatever that of oh, the yeah. scene that was supposed to be what his and Dooku's fight was? Yeah. Have you ever seen yes. that because it's fucking amazing. It, like, it is. lost opportunity. <laughs> he even burns Dooku's eye I with his know. lightsaber. God damn it. We could have had it all. We could have had it all. <laughs> but we didn't. We got a tag of the clones. Um, but that whole thing, I look, Hayden looks fucking amazing when he's got the two and he's mm-hmm. got Dooku's head in between them. It's a little... After you watch The Clone Wars, it's a little underwhelming based on how many fights him and Dooku have and the great amount of force lightning and anger and, you know, chiding from Sidious who just, well, Palpatine, who just happens to be there for some of them, you know, just overseeing his progress, if you will. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hate him. But we got to do a, we got to do an episode on Palps. And now that I've seen him naked. series. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. No. Naked oh, suit. Dear. It was a naked suit. It wasn't real. But <laughs> here, the last episode for reference. <laughs> for reference, yes. Empire strips back. But you know, we got to do a, an episode on Palpatine because we could sit here for fucking weeks and talk about his, just his coincidental appearances <laughs> in some of these key fights, right? And I, I reference yeah. him with Dooku. God, how did Dooku not see it? How did, how did none of them see it? I know, I know. It's, and especially since he kind of just keeps following the same pattern. You know, he's got Dooku, well, he had Maul. Yeah, right. Who got cut in half by our beloved. Yes, our (laughs) beloved, yes. (laughs) It fell down a reactor shaft. And then Dooku comes along and gets replaced by Anakin. And Anakin, he tries to replace with Luke is, and then Ray. It's just all yeah, the same right? thing over and it's over. It's just again. over and over. Listen, I, I don't, I don't know why it wasn't more obvious. I don't know. Pa- he must Palpatine. have been very good at hiding himself in the darkness. You know, using the dark side to hide behind. Yeah, basically. and 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 to cover the eyes of those like Yoda. Who mm-hmm. felt the worst after realizing, like, wow, this whole time, right under my nose, gee yeah. whiz, you know. <laughs> there was some crazy other shit, too, with Dooku had another... So he had Rail Avaros was his first apprentice. Then he had Qui-Gon. Yes. Then he had another apprentice, who I didn't find the name of, but she turned to the dark side and, quote, had to be killed because she brought shame to the Jedi. Did she get sent to the Citadel? Remember the... Good question. The Citadel for Jedi who didn't fall in line? Yeah. Right? Why wasn't Dooku sent there? Probably because they couldn't catch him. Couldn't catch catch him. him. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Yeah. He's wily. (laughs) But then once he becomes Darth Tyrannus, he also, he trains Grievous. 
Then he trains yeah. Ventress. And then who else was it? Um, well, Savage Opress. Savage, yeah. And he... then Quinlan Voss. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a lineup. Right. Training Ugh. training um our our dear spirit animal Grievous is like four Jedi one because they have four arms. <laughs> so right? And yeah. a collection of sabers. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how he taught him because he didn't have the force. Yeah, what is all of that? I, I guess you can I mean, I don't know. Grievous Maybe is they another. just programmed him or something. Yeah, he, I don't know. He seems like if you're made of metal, you could probably get along better than, like, because you're not really worried about lopping something off. You know what I mean? Like, no, he could just have it replaced. That's it. <laughs> In his lair. Grievous's lair. So Dooku and Qui-Gon are a whole nother thing. And... Yeah. It leads us to the little conversation that Obi-Wan has with Dooku in the prequels, right? Yeah. Or, or, or is it during the Clone Wars when he's captured? There's... there's uh, Attack of the Clones. Okay, that's what I was thinking, because then it's flipped in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obi-Wan is mm-hmm. captured in... Yeah. <laughs> Obi-Wan is captured in Attack of the Clones. Yes, and, and then is... Dooku is yeah. captured in... Dooku <laughs> captured. Yes, duh. That's the name <laughs> of the episode. Hello. Uh, one of my favorites, by the way. <laughs> Our favorite. Too. Yeah. Yeah. But it leads to that conversation of, like, the taunting, right? Our patron, John, made a good point, too, that in the novelization of Revenge of the Sith, oh, Dooku is yeah. still trying to get Palpatine to take Obi-Wan instead of Anakin. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know, he doesn't know that Palpatine has plans for Anakin, but he keeps saying, like, Obi-Wan would be a good candidate. He and has, there like, enters rapport. Yeah. Dark Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Dooku could have been convincing enough. There would have no. to be something else that would make it happen. But That's right. That's right. I don't think it would have happened. I, I was Dooku. <laughs> Poor Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it, Dooku. That wasn't the plan. But if you could turn Obi-Wan... Yeah, he'd be a good one to have turn, but he, that's the thing about Obi-Wan. He's not. He's not going to turn. He yeah. can't. He won't. He's never been disillusioned despite all the shit that's happened. So Yeah. Granted, none of that had been written yet and it's true. By the time Revenge of the Sith came out, but still, like it's a fun thing to think about, but just not realistic at all. So Qui-Gon is kind of obsessed with the prophecies because of Dooku also. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I have to bring up the wills again. Did they Mm -hmm. see anything going on with, with Qui-Gon? Because he's the first one to essentially learn to speak in the after, right? As a force ghost. So did the wills like, was that part of it? That's a really good question. I don't know because there's a moment in, in this, apparently, Dooku lost, I guess, because this is not from Master and Apprentice, where Dooku is showing Qui-Gon around the temple after he's become a Padawan, and he sees, I think it is a holocron, but mm. it could have been, something in the Jedi archives gets Qui-Gon's attention, like he's drawn to it, and Dooku acts all weird, like, that's the Jedi prophecies, like, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, oh, oh. 
Yeah. So, like, Dooku had already started studying it, but Qui-Gon was drawn to it. And then, because of both of their curiosity, it, like, made Qui-Gon get, and Dooku, for that matter, a little obsessive about them. Which is very odd. Because knowing Qui-Gon in other ways, like, being ruled by a prophecy doesn't fit his personality, in my opinion, that well. Well, if he was drawn to the holocron, then I would have to say it was part of the wills willing it, right? Right. It seems like it. The same way that maybe Dooku was drawn to that Sith artifact. Right. Mm -hmm. In a very similar parallel way, but for opposite reasons. Yeah. It's interesting. It's the most difficult topic (laughs) in Star Wars, I think. The wills. Well, and like we're we're theorizing about it. Uh, Who knows? Maybe George Lucas had plans and answers for that or maybe not maybe he just wanted it to be kind of ethereal where there's no real answer at all yeah i'm okay with both yeah me too i'm okay with there not being an answer because it's fun to talk about exactly and the more people you ask the more answers you're going to get the more points of views and you know it's all about a certain point of view basically (laughs) (laughs) so you know no right or wrong answer so this is just like, this is just scratching the surface with Dooku. Yeah, surface level Dooku shit. And the man is far too talented and far too smart. He's intelligent. He's not mm-hmm. easily one-upped by either intelligence or by skilled fighting. Mm-hmm. And well, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention like Christopher Lee's influence with, oh, he's yeah. just like the the top when it comes to intimidating bad guys that used to be good because yeah he also played Saruman in the Lord of the Rings trilogy movies mm-hmm. and for anyone who understands Lord of the Rings and Middle Earth Saruman used to be a good wizard and was deceived and turned so it's no yeah. surprise that Christopher Lee was also Dooku in the fact that he comes across (laughs) as this respectable, you know, straight spine, chin up, I'm elite in a way. He's intelligent. Mm -hmm. He's good at what he does. And yet he could have been so much more had he just not strayed or had not been led astray by whatever force willed him that way. And I'll say that on purpose with the word will in it. (laughs) (laughs) I love Christopher Lee. (laughs) I do, too. He's a badass. His voice is wonderful. (laughs) I was just going to say that. I love the moment where he's talking to Obi-Wan and he says that he misses Qui-Gon. Yeah. The tone in his voice is so beautiful. And in that moment, I really believe him. I don't think he's manipulating when he says that. I think he... He, I think this is an attack of the clones. Like, I really think that he he's sad to have lost Qui-Gon. And they kind yeah. of imply that in Tales yeah. of the Jedi, too. Yeah. Well, and, and Corey Burton, who voices him in, in Clone Wars, Tales of the Jedi, he came back, does a fantastic job as oh, far yeah. as, like, recreating that very distinct sound of his voice you know it's just very it's a very distinct voice (laughs) there are moments when i hear christopher lee and i'm like that sounds weird because i'm so used to Corey burton (laughs) it's kind of crazy it's it's really i mean talent all around these voice actors and actresses Mm -hmm. are just on a different level 
all of them. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, I t- I'm going to go back to how I started this episode. I just feel bad for Dooku in the end. Yeah. He got played just like the rest of them. Yeah, he was just one of Palpatine's pawns. And like you said, such a waste of talent and possibility, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and geez, if that didn't just come full circle in Tales of the Jedi, those were my favorite episodes. Yeah. Out of that whole first batch of Tales of the Jedi episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. I love a good backstory, but there's too much here for one episode. (laughs) (laughs) I know, maybe we can dive deeper some other time, but yeah, there's a lot. And, and it all, like with sifo and how it ties into Clone Wars and everything, right. it's just, it's a lot. The whole Camino thing is, is oh its own, God. the whole Camino thing alone is a whole episode. So maybe we should do an episode on Camino. <laughs> we should. I think we put it on our list as a, quote, Camino shit show. <laughs> yes. Aptly named. Yes. <laughs> next week i'm i'm stoked i'm very I'm excited stoked. <laughs> include me in this i'm stoked too yeah <laughs> it's gonna be great we are gonna talk about what would turn obi-wan to the dark side in the mortis arc episodes yeah we kind of touched on it here so now we're we're feeling like talking about it <laughs> i mean mortis is a never-ending a thing that we have to revisit and with yes. dark obi-wan looming okay this is gonna be good yep yeah i think it's the only time we could legitimately see him look like a sith and it would just be temporary yes <laughs> <laughs> it's all temporary he's too good for that life but it's fun to dabble yeah so join us next week so we can do some dark obi-wan talk Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. We appreciate every single one of our patrons and are grateful for your support. If you would like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. As always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And there's always our website. You can head over to it at mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always.